Praise the Lamb of God. This is D.K. Groom with Rock Solid Truth, and I'm so glad that you've joined with us tonight. Praise the Lamb of God. What a glorious day. I pray that you have been walking in the victorious glory of Almighty God. Amen. We are more than conquerors. Oh, you just got to believe it. Praise the Lamb of God. You need to start believing what the Word of God has to say about you. You are above only. You are not, you are not beneath, praise the Lamb of God. Everything below you is beneath. You sit at the right hand of our Lord Jesus Christ. He sits at the right hand of our Father, and he has made all of his enemies his footstool. Amen. You are sitting in the highest place that can ever be. You are above only, and I pray that you are walking in the realization of that, praise the Lamb of God. I have been speaking to you. Amen. From the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 5 or 17. And I have been speaking to you about do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know who you are in Christ? I mean, I have been bringing some foundational truths that I literally believe will make you free. Amen. Let's look at the scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I do not believe that there is one thing, one truth that has showed me a or has had a greater impact in my life than this truth. Do you know who you are in Christ? That's a powerful word. Do you know who you are in Christ? Do you know what he's done with you? Do you know what he's done in you? Do you know and do you realize the alternation that has taken place, the transformation that has taken place and has brought you to the place of being a partaker of his divine nature? I mean, that's a powerful word. Do you know about the transformation that has taken place and has brought you to the place of you being a partaker of his divine nature? What an awesome reality. When you finally realize to the breadth, length, depth, and height of his mighty love. That's what Ephesians chapter 3 verses 17 through 19 says. That Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, being rooted and grounded in love. May be able to comprehend with all saints what's the breadth, length, depth, and height. And to know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. One of the greatest promises in all of the word of God is found right here in Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17 through 19. That you might be filled with all of the fullness of God. It passes your knowledge. It passes your carnal knowledge. It passes your thinking. To be filled with all of the fullness of God. What a powerful word. Do you know who you are in Christ? What does that mean? Man is made up of three parts. Spirit, soul, and body. The part that is finished is your spirit. The part that is finished and completed is your spirit. If you are a born-again child of God, you are completed and you are finished according to the Word of God. In your spirit, you're complete. In your spirit, you're perfect. In your spirit, you walk in the fullness of the Godhead. 
when you become born again, this is the only part of you that was changed. When you become born again, your body wasn't changed. But it will be influenced by the change that is taking place in your spirit. When you became born again, your soul was not changed. But it also will be influenced by the change that is taking place in your spirit. And as you continue to walk in the knowledge and the fullness of that which has been done for you, the greater influence your spirit will have upon your body and upon your soul. What a powerful word. But the complete transformation does not take place in your body nor in your soul until you've crossed over to the other side. As long as you're on this side, your body is corruptible. As long as you are on this side, your mind is corruptible. It's on the other side that you take on the incorruptness. It's on the other side that you take on the morality, immorality. It's on the other side that we know everything is in completeness. On this side, we know in part. So as long as we are on this side, we're dealing with the corruptness of our body and the corruptness of our soul. But in the midst of that, our mind is being renewed. And in the midst of that renewal, our body is walking in that which is life until such a time when we no longer will walk in part. What a powerful word. Praise the Lamb of God. When you understand, when you comprehend, when you come to the understanding of the greatness of the new birth. When you understand the wonderment of what he has done in you and for you, then your spirit will have a greater influence on your body and on your soul as you walk in the abundant life. Because that's what Jesus says. He says, I've come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. He said, these words that I speak to you, John 6, verse 63. He said, these words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Your spirit is the spirit of Christ. There is no work in the flesh in your spirit. There is no work. There is no condemnation in your spirit. There is no depression in your spirit. There is no sad there is no sadness, no anxiety, no worry in your spirit. These things may pre these things may be present in your flesh. But we have been commanded not to walk in the flesh. We walk in the spirit. So when we are commanded to walk in the spirit, what are we to walk in? <clears throat> I'll say that again. So when the Word of God commands us to walk in the Spirit, what are we to walk in? We're to walk in those things that fill our spirit. Hallelujah. We're to walk in those things that fill our spirit. What are those things? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, meekness, faith, and temperance. Those are the things that we're supposed to walk in. Your spirit... That new born-again creation, your spirit is filled with the fruit of the Spirit. It's not something that you have to seek after. It's not something that you need to pray or search for. When you became born again, you received it. I'll say that again. When you become born again, you received it. Most of God's children are looking for happiness. 
They're looking for joy, long-suffering, peace, gentleness, goodness. And they're looking for it through their emotions. And what that boils down to is that when you try to find happiness through things, through people, and how people treat you, and how the things that you possess, happiness will never be able to be found in that realm of the standard thing because everything has fallen. There's no way that you can find happiness, amen, in those things. I'll say it again. Most of God's children, a lot of God's children, and when I say most, I'm not talking about everybody, but a lot of God's children are looking for happiness, joy, long-suffering, peace, gentleness, and goodness, and they're wanting it to flow through their emotions. It's not going to happen. It flows out of your spirit. So this is what it boils down to, is that when you're trying to find happiness through things, through how people treat you, through the amount of things you possess, happiness will never be able to be found in that realm of the standard because everything has fallen. Everything has fallen. It fell when Adam and Eve's nature fell. It fell when sin entered the garden. It fell when the righteousness of man was traded in for the rags of unrighteousness. And because it has fallen, nothing upon which it stands is stable. It's all shifting sand. One day it looks stable, but the next day it changes. It's like a roller coaster ride. It's like going up and down continually, up and down one day. One day it's up, the next day it's down, up and down. A lot of God's people's lives are like that. Up and down, depending upon situations, depending on circumstances, depending on if good things happen or depending on if bad things happen. Hallelujah. When it comes to emotions, there's going to be two places from which you're going to operate from. Oh, I need to say it again. When it comes to emotions, there's going to be two places from which you're going to operate from. One place, the flesh. Your flesh has its five senses. The other place is the spirit realm in which you have the knowledge of the mind of Christ which is inside of you. If you look at the mind of Christ... If you look at joy and peace, if your stableness is found in the Lord Jesus Christ, if it's found in who you are in the Lord Jesus Christ, in the Spirit of Christ, if it's found in this because you are born again spirit, then your joy, your peace, your stableness, it's never going to fluctuate. Why? Because Jesus is the same today, yesterday, and forever. And if you're and if you are dealing from that side, your spirit side, then you're never going to go up and down. Amen? Praise the Lamb of God. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. But if you're wondering what it is that controls your emotions, I'll say it again. If you're wondering what it is that controls your emotions, it's your spirit now. It's not antidepressant drugs. It's not Valium. It's not Lexpro. Doctors and psychiatrists tell us that depression is caused from a chemical imbalance. The chemical imbalance is not caused 
by chemical issues. The chemical is balanced because of spiritual issues. Oh, I need to say that again. Doctors and psychiatrists tell us depression is caused from a chemical imbalance that is in our body. The imbalance is not caused by chemical issues. The imbalance is there because of spiritual issues. Listen to the word of God in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 8. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. How much clearer can it be than that? Yesterday, today, and forever. Now look at Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3. Isaiah 26 verse 3. That will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. We're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're talking about you and me and everybody else if their mind is stayed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And it stayed on the Lord Jesus Christ because you trust in him. If your joy is found in Jesus, then your joy will never change. Because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the word of God tells you that he will keep you in perfect peace. I, I, I know this to be true. I have experienced this. That two weeks before my wife died, the Lord told me that if I would keep my mind on him and keep my mind focused on him, he would keep me in perfect peace. And in the death of my wife, who I love very, very much, 43 years of marriage, my mind was stayed on him. And I had perfect peace all the way through it. Because somewhere we think that we have to grieve. If you know that your spouse is in heaven, why do you have to grieve if your mind is stayed on him? GD, that's something that we don't really grasp a hold of because the Lord says it doesn't matter what the situation is. It doesn't matter what the circumstance is. It doesn't matter how much you loved an individual or how long you spent with an individual. The issue is perfect peace, and he will keep you in perfect peace. If your mind has stayed on him instead of the funeral, instead of the loss of your wife, instead of the loss of your loved one, instead of the, the, uh, instead of the funeral, if you keep your mind stayed on him, you'll have perfect peace. Why? Because you trust in him. You trust in his word. You trust in the relationship. You trust in what he's told, what he's told you. Praise the Lamb of God. And there's going to be people that are going to say, well, you must not have loved her very much. No, that's not the issue. And how cruel that is to even, even to think it or to say it. No, the reason that you've got peace is because your mind is on him. Your mind has stayed on him. Because he says, I, he will keep me and he will keep you in perfect peace. If your mind is stayed on him, he will keep you in perfect peace then I need someone to interpret for me why as we children of God think that peace is going to come from a pill. Oh, I need to say that again. I need someone to interpret for me 
why we as children of God think that we're going to get peace from a pill that the doctors gave us. How do you think you're going to get peace from that? You're not. You've got to keep taking it over and over and over, and then it's addiction. And then it's nervousness. And then it's anxiety. All of those things come in place because you're looking for, you're looking for, what do I want to say? You're looking for peace from a pill. I know this is upsetting some. I get it. But the fact of the matter is true. Peace does not come from a pill. It only prolongs the anxiety and the worry and the addiction that is down the line. Jesus is always love. Jesus is always hope. Jesus is always faith. Jesus is always above. Jesus is always free. And if your foundation is built on Jesus, and the spirit of Jesus lives on the inside of you, then you ought, should be experiencing all that he is as the manifestation comes out through you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. What a tremendous word. If your foundation is built on Jesus, and the spirit of Jesus, that lives inside of you, then you should be experiencing all that he is as he manifests himself in you. Here's the word of God. If your heart is stayed upon Jesus, you will walk in those things that he walks in. If your mind is stayed upon Jesus, you don't have to worry about peace being present in your life. Because it'll be there. I need to say it again. I need to say it again. I need to say it again. If your mind is stayed upon Jesus, you don't have to worry about peace being present in your life. Because it'll be there. Open your eyes to see. Look at 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. According as his divine power hath given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that hath called us to glory and virtue. All things pertaining to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who hath called us to glory. If you're experiencing depression, you're experiencing it because you chose it. What are you talking about, preacher? I didn't choose it. Yeah, you did. The situation or the circumstance or the dilemma that happened in your life, you chose to be depressed about it instead about choosing Jesus. Same thing with sadness, same thing with anxiety, same thing with worry. If you're concerned over financial problems, if you're worried about where the money's going to come from, if you're worried about how this is going to happen or how that's going to happen, you chose it. You chose to think on it. Your mind is not fixed. Your mind is not fixed on Jesus. And when you have any of these things, let me tell you what abounds. Confusion. Because your heart is not stayed on him. Your mind is not stayed on him. 
You've stopped thinking according to the knowledge that you received of him. Now, I'm not saying these things to be mean or to be hurtful. I'm giving you truth. Because truth will make you free. Truth will make you free. And not only will it make you free, but it will make you free indeed. The scripture is plain. It couldn't be any plainer than what it is. God will keep you, Jesus Christ will keep you in perfect peace because your mind is stayed upon him. You know what that means? That means that there's a tremendous amount of God's people who are not in peace. They're in imperfect peace because their mind is not stayed on him because they don't trust in him. If you trust in him, your mind will be stayed on him. Doesn't matter about the situation. Doesn't matter about the calamity. Doesn't matter about the tragedy. Doesn't matter about the circumstance or the situation. If you trust him, then your mind will be stayed on him. Most people, when they're looking for peace, they're looking for it without any problems. Hello. <laughs> Most people, when they're looking for peace, they think that it's problem-free. Problem-free. No way. That kind of peace does not exist. Peace without problems does not exist. Why? Because we live in a corrupted world. We live in a fallen world. We live in a world that's full of sin. And sin abounds. And thank God that grace abounds more. But the fact of the matter is, is that sin does abound. There is no place in this world where there are not problems. Oh, if I could just get to the mountains, I know that I'd be free of my problems. If I could just get to the beach so that I could sit and relax on the beach where there are no problems. Not going to happen. If that's the kind of peace that you're searching for and looking for, you ain't never going to find it. You're never going to find it. There is a perfect peace. But it's a peace that's above understanding. Look at Philippians chapter 4 verse 7. I'll say it again. There is a perfect peace. But it's a peace that's above understanding. Philippians 4 7. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding. Shall keep your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. The perfect peace will keep your hearts and minds stayed on him in the midst of the storm, in the midst of the trials, in the midst of the troubles, in the midst of the problems. So this perfect peace that I'm talking about, how's it going to come? How is this perfect peace going to come? It's going to come according to what you're thinking. <laughs> what did you just say, preacher? I said it's going to come according to what you're thinking. For as a man so thinketh in his heart, so he is. So he is. Look at 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. 
Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, look what the scripture says. Grace and peace is multiplied to you. And it's not multiplied to you through praying. It's not multiplied to you through fasting. It's not multiplied through you to any of those things. It's multiplied to you through the knowledge that you have of God the Father and God the Son. That's how grace and peace is multiplied to you. Now watch this. You want the perfect peace that passes all understanding? That keeps your minds and your hearts through Christ Jesus? You want that kind of peace? Then that kind of peace only comes on what you're thinking. Think on these things that are pure and think on these things that are a good report and think about how much he loves you and think about how much he cares for you and think about all the things that he's done for you and think about all of those things that are lovely and don't be thinking about those things that are bad and that are negative. Perfect peace comes because the knowledge you have of God in the Lord Jesus Christ and what you're thinking about what he's done in you, for you, and through you. Wow. Hallelujah. Has nothing to do with situations. Has nothing to do with circumstances. It has to do your thinking. Think on these things. Think on how much he cares for you and wants you to cast your burdens upon him. Think about how much he desires for you to walk in the perfectness of all that he is. Think about how much he loves you. Think about all he's done for you. Think about how he wants you to walk in healing and prosperity. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and, and be in health according as a soul prospereth. Think about all that he's given to you. He's made you an heir of salvation, a partaker of his holiness. You have become a seed of Abraham because you are sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. Grace and peace are going to be multiplied to you according to your knowledge. Look at Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. You know, we quote this scripture all of the time without really understanding what it means. What it implies. He says, I'll never leave you. I'll never leave you. I'll never leave you in the storm of your life. The disciples were out in the middle of the Sea of Galilee. A storm has come upon them, and they are in a crisis. They are, the ship is full of water. They are going down. Amen. Everything is about to be lost. It looks like the storm is going to win. And who comes walking up on the waves that they thought was going to kill them? Jesus. Hey guys, be of good cheer. It's I. 
I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. No matter what the situation is, no matter what the circumstance is, no matter where you look, what you're going through. If you're in the lion's den, I'll be there. If you're in the furnace, amen, I'll be there. Not only will I be there, I'll walk with you in the midst of the fire. And not only that is that I won't even make you smell like you've been in a fire. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I will always be there for you. Always. Always. You see, when you understand what I'm telling you, who you know you are in Christ, when you really, really, really understand that, it doesn't matter what the devil does. Oh, I need to say it again. When you really understand what Christ has done for you, in you, and through you, it doesn't matter what the devil does. It doesn't matter what man does. It doesn't matter what the world does. It doesn't matter what Washington does. It doesn't matter what the Democrats do. It doesn't matter what the Republicans do. It doesn't matter what your neighbor does. Because the Lord says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. He'll always be right there to walk through it with us. Hallelujah. When you understand that he loves you, he loves you on your worst day, the same as he loves you on your best day. Oh, I need to say it again. When you understand that he when when that he loves you on your worst day and he loves you the same on your best day, when you understand that you're not worthy enough, when you understand that you're not holy enough, when you understand that there's nothing that you can do to make him love you any more than he already does, when you come to that realization that there's nothing you can do to make him love you more than he already does. Then you understand these things that perfect peace brings. Because you have understanding and your mind is stayed on him. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. What a powerful, what a powerful word. Amen. He'll never leave you, forsake you. In the midst of a sickness, amen. And I, and, I, and I believe that we ought to walk past that sickness. Hallelujah. I believe that he's given us Psalms 107, verse 20. And he sent his word to heal us and to deliver us from our destructions. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake. Hallelujah. We've got to understand something. It's us. It's us that has to take the stand. It's us that has to believe to receive. It's us that has to walk in the power of his might. Jairus is on the road. He tells Jesus that his daughter is dying. The news comes and one of the servants of Jairus says, Don't trouble the master anymore. Your daughter is dead. Jesus looked at Jairus and he said, only believe. You know what that means? That means that you can believe something else. 
Don't let the fear get a hold of you, Jairus. Don't let doubt and unbelief get a hold. Only believe. We're the one who has to walk it. Word of God says in Mark chapter 4, verse, verse 11, verse 24, that when you pray, believe that you receive. Believe that you receive and you shall have what you say. Glory to the Lamb of God. <laughs> what a powerful, powerful, powerful word. And what a powerful, powerful, powerful God we serve. Thank you and thank you for coming on our broadcast today. I'm looking at you from people all over the world. Amen. From from India, Brother Daniel, I see him watching. Praise the Lamb of God. Hallelujah. I see David, amen, and praise the Lamb of God. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today. It's wonderful to be in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Brother Mike, I see you there as well. So praise the Lamb of God. Amen. Tell everybody that you know, amen, that we are live streaming on Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. 4 o'clock and 6 o'clock. Amen. The United States Central Time. Praise the Lamb of God. So we appreciate you being online. Amen. Go to our website, www.rocksolidtruth.com and see what's happening throughout all the world through this ministry. Praise the Lamb of God. Pray for us. We need your prayers. And while you're praying, if the Lord directs you, amen, amen, be a partner with us to reach out and to touch those who need our help. The word of God says that he that considereth the poor, amen, in the day of trouble, in the time of trouble, he will be delivered. Praise the Lamb of God. This is D.K. Grooms with Rock Solid Truth. I pray, I pray, I pray that you would be blessed today. I command, you are blessed. I decree you blessed, amen, hallelujah. Go with God and I guarantee you that he will surely Go with you.